Mike, I've been so excited to talk to you about this game I've been playing. I don't know if you heard of it. It's uh, Super Mario Odyssey. I have been playing this game a whole bunch now, and uh, it's been a long time. It's been a long, long time since I played a good Mario game. And yes, I say Mario. We're just going to stick with that and let it slide. My own son makes fun of me. It's fine. (laughs) You said a good Mario game. What was the last Mario game that you played? Ooh, like legit played. First time going through it, enjoying it. Hmm, I don't know. So 64, what was that one? The one with the stars that this one kind of mimics at the end? Yeah, Mario 64. Yeah. Okay, so that's interesting then, because you've played a 3D Mario, but none of the modern 3D Marios. Yes. I kind of stopped. I didn't do Sunshine. Uh, I didn't do anything pretty much after Mario 64. And even Mario 64 was still a little bit iffy for me in terms of like getting the camera right, you know, and moving around and doing all the jumps properly. Yeah, I mean, everyone struggled because like it was the first time, right? Like no one had played a game like that before. The idea of this weirdo controller with like three little prongs and like a billion buttons Mm -hmm. and six sticks was like, that was a lot going on. Like Mario 64 is actually one of the Mario games that I played the least of for that very Mm -hmm. reason. Because I only ever played it when it came out. Um, on the N64 um, at a friend's house. I didn't have an N64 and I didn't like it. Um, I actually ended up playing Mario 64 when they brought it out for the Nintendo DS. It was like when their DS came out, that was like the first game. And I think it was meant mm-hmm. to show like, look how powerful our new console is. We've put a whole revolutionary N64 game onto this tiny little cartridge that you put into your Nintendo DS. And I imported mine from Japan because I'm cool like that. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I played, that's when I played it. But I would say I have played every main Mario title ever. Wow. Yeah, see, we stopped at having the 64 console and that was yeah. the last, that was the last one that we had until we got the Wii and it, no one played the Wii, you know, after after we did like the balance board and a couple yeah, of the sports Wii things sports. and then it tells you mm-hmm. you're fat and it makes you feel bad. Then you put it under the couch and you forget about it. I will never understand <laughs> why they thought it was a good idea to make the Mies get fatter. Well, yeah. And especially with that like boom, 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 like sound when you kind of inflate. It's the worst. Here's a plate of donuts, fatso. It's like start everyone off super fat and like, zoop, like happy shrink <laughs> yeah. them up, right? Shrink them that down, would have been dude. much more positive experience. <laughs> yeah, that, I hate that. That was why I think everybody stopped playing Wii Fit was because they were just watching their characters get fatter and no one wants to see that. No, no. It was fun jogging with the little puppies. That, that was nice, but it was still just in your living room and it was strange. So we've been we've been playing this and it is just such a delight. I've really I've really missed this in my life. I've missed this fun kind of joyful characters of my childhood and they're kind of back and I'm really excited to talk about it and I talk about it with my family but you know you're turns out not a lot of grown-ups play games like mm-hmm. a lot so <laughs> I go out to the bus stop and I'm like oh I you know I was trying to work on this really hard boss and they're like hard boss they're like what do you is this new slang for something and we're I'm like oh really this is this is where we're starting you got nothing for me <laughs> like, damn 
have. That actually leads in quite nicely to what playing for fun is all about. We are best friends and we love video games and we just want to talk about what we love about the video games we love and that's it. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. We don't want to talk about the industry. We don't want to talk about complex opinions and criticisms. We love video games and we love talking about video games and we want to share that with people. Yep, we're not going to go into the uh, you know patriarchal theories of... Mm-hmm. Mario or mm-hmm. anything like that. <laughs> we don't need to. It's okay. There's so many places where you can get that, and it's great that those mm-hmm. things exist. But we don't want to do that. We just like to play the games. We don't want. We don't like to think. Yep. And you know, we're sitting down. You just want to chill out. Some people watch movies. Some people listen to music. I kind of just like to turn on a video game and get lost and play a great story and just enjoy it for just enjoy it for the the fun of the fun of playing. You know, we're not gonna. I'm not, I'm not a type of person that plays for rank because there's no way I can even get on those boards with all those 13-year-olds. Oh, I don't know. So Tiff is underselling herself here. I know of you that you <laughs> play games on like the hardest difficulty setting if possible. Yeah, but that's it's for me. That's for me. <laughs> but my point is you can't like walk in and be like, oh, I suck at video games. You obviously don't. Like I I played The Last of Us on like regular difficulty and gave up because I got stuck. And you've completed it on like the difficulty that you unlock after playing the hardest difficulty. So oh, see that that's upselling. I did not un- I played it on the hardest difficulty and then I unlocked it, but yeah, you kind of did play it on the easy. I played it on easy and got really scared <laughs> and I couldn't play it anymore. That's more of what happened. I don't like the monsters with the faces. But anyway, luckily there are no monsters with faces in Super Mario Odyssey. And I do want to ask you, actually, if you haven't played Mario in so long, why did you choose Odyssey? Well, my son started playing it. He's five and a half and... You could turn on assist mode, which I really love about this game because it all of a sudden made a grown-up, more you know, adult or teenager accessible game accessible for someone who is just learning how to use a controller and a TV screen because he's he grew up playing iOS games, right? I and, don't even know what the assist mode is. Like I've seen it, but I've never tried it. I don't oh, know what it's it does. great! Okay, so what it does is it gives you a couple advantages, which make the games just basically a fun playthrough and what it does is it gives you six hearts instead of three it lets you recharge hearts if you just take a second and wait and it will recharge them so you can always be playing essentially with full health which is amazing because with kids if they're falling and they're going somewhere like they it they eat up those hearts very quickly but all you gotta do is step aside and like almost let mario breathe like he's out of breath when he's low on health and so just let him like, like catch his breath. And then it goes, doop, 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 and it fills right back up. It's so cute. And then it gives you a blue um, arrow line to show you where to go next. So you're never lost. You can go off the line and you can go wherever you want. But essentially the blue line will guide you to the next um, checkpoint that you need to get through. So that's super great. Right. You don't need to, you don't run out of breath when you're underwater. And I think that that's mainly it. Oh, and if you fall, you get picked back up in kind of um, an assist bubble that puts you back on the land wherever you fell from. If you fall off the world or you fall into like the pink lava or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever various place. So it just it takes the frustrating parts of the game and gives you a little boost 
And it's just so nice and gentle. It doesn't ruin the gameplay. It is, I think some of the time challenges are also a little bit longer um, so that they're more, it's less precision and it's just a matter of like getting there and accomplishing it. So it makes him feel very good that he can get through almost every, he beat the game before me and my husband did. So whoa, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, he started playing it and he was like three or four worlds in before we started getting interested in it. And we were, we, I started watching him play. I'm like, this looks really fun. This looks really delightful because I mean, you're doing a lot of gathering. You can kind of do what you want to do. It's more of an open world situation, mm-hmm. right? Like, isn't that how you feel about it? It is. Well, it is the open world mario game to end all open world mario games like there have been open world environments in some of the games that i've played like something like um sunshine was a little bit more open Mm -hmm. but you would go off and do challenges but this is just like i don't know there's like 12 kingdoms or something like that and they're all open to a point in that you just run around until you want to go and do a thing and Mm -hmm. it is that running around which you actually do need to do to find all of the moons that you're going to need. And I love that you don't have to find them all. You know, they give you that set number that you have to find in order to take off uh, to go to the next world. And that's what my son did, uh, Adam, what he did was he just would find the minimum amount of moons because that's what the assist mode would kind of like guide him to. And then he'd get back on the ship and go. So now that he's gotten way better at it, he can go back and he's finding and doing a lot more of the more difficult, challenging parts of the game. Uh, so it has just been absolutely delightful to watch him play. And I think that that's part of why I'm really loving this game because it's something I can share with my son in that this like gaming kind of family that we have. And it's just absolutely delightful. And yeah, I'm, I'm quite addicted, (laughs) but I've since finished it and now I'm finding all the moons. Okay. So that's where I am. I mean, I played through this game um and i beat the main story in like maybe a a week and a half or something like that like i was really going for it Mm -hmm. because i wanted to i just wanted to play through i was like obsessive it was the game Mm -hmm. and then i once i actually completed the story like in sometime in november or something like that i stopped playing um Mm -hmm. i I knew that there was more that you could go and do and, and i've gone through and gone through the different stages and there's like one big stage at the end which is like some crazy challenge, I think, when you get like 500 moons or something. Um, and I'm working my way towards that now. Because when you told me you wanted to talk about this game, I decided the best thing that I should be doing is playing it again. So for like the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks, the only game that I've played has been Super Mario Odyssey. And obviously I've been reminded of the wonder of it. And now, it's like even now, there are still things about the game which I love in how approachable it is because right now i'm trying to Mm -hmm. find my way to 500 of these moons which is really hard right like yeah there's a lot of moons there's a lot of them and they're hard to find and hard to achieve sometimes have you been paying toad off do you know you can pay him off this is exactly what i was gonna (laughs) say this is what i love about the game is that sometimes like you have to find them and they're there for you but also you can exchange your coins for moons like so just before Mm -hmm. i came to play uh, i was back in the um uh, the Mushroom Kingdom, which I think is my favorite, actually. Oh, it's so delightful. Where it's just it brings back all those '64 memories, yeah. right? Like all the the music and the style and jumping in the painting. I, I love it's, the moped. Oh. I I love driving around on yeah. the moped because that's just ridiculous. It's a beautiful reward for finishing the game yeah. to get to play in that 
magical little land of the Mushroom Kingdom. You found Yoshi, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. cool. Like that's, I love, <laughs> I love that. I'm still getting a hang on the mechanic. I can't quite climb with him as well as I would like to, but um, I'm working on it. Yeah, it's not easy. There's like there's some nuance there, and then obviously more moons get opened up. The only thing about that world, I don't know if I've missed something, but you can't get the cube, which shows you where all the moons are. Well, it doesn't show you the moons; it shows you the bonus moons that show up later, which is something that's amazing that extends the game because you can get all of the moons in the first run before you go to the final Bowser battle. Yeah, I didn't know that. I did not know that. Yeah, see, so after the Bowser battle. Um, you can go to each world, open up the moon rock that had fallen there, and that reveals more moons huh. that you can get. I thought it was showing all of them, basically, like everything that I had. No, oh yet. no, oh, there's my gosh. hidden ones in addition to that. Well, that's good, then. Yeah, each world has like 50 moons, and then you get like another, what, like 15 or so that open up with the moon rock that you can only get after you've finished the game. So they're like the special extra bonus moons. I did not know that. <laughs> I, th- I was under a complete wrong impression of that, which is good. Because there are some some of the environments, like some of the kingdoms, I like less than others. So I like mm-hmm. spending time in the ones that I like most. But I've collect I've gone to the map and collected all those up. But now I know that I can dig around and find more in some of my favorite kingdoms, which is good news. Do you check the screen with the moon list? Um, Michael. <laughs> what <laughs> what moon list what moon list are you kidding that's awesome okay so there's <laughs> there is a list on the menu screen so you go to the screen with the map right uh-huh, uh-huh. you press i believe it's y right and it brings up an entire list of all the <laughs> moons in all the worlds and there'll be blank spaces if you haven't found them. Hmm. Oh my gosh, I almost want to be like, all right, to our living rooms. Like, <laughs> let's go. I, I'm, I'm not elite gamer of any description. <laughs> oh my goodness, are you already fired the first episode? I what is so. happening? Uh, well, you know, I'm just, I'm just like playing through nice and simple because I don't. You were just enjoying it. I never yeah. look for that stuff. I don't. Um, I don't collect. Like, I'm not a collector in games. Oh, see, I am a collector. So I never look for the... I mean, what at some point, I'm sure I was told in the game that the moon list existed, and I just ignored it because, I, I in my mind, I was never going to look for it because I have would probably have no intention of going back to collect everything in the game. But I do want to get to the final stage, so I will collect. I'm like 100 moons away now. Mm-hmm. So I will do one, and now I know there's this list. I'm sure I can get it a bit quicker, which is that's good to know. Wow! See that this was this is what balances us out here as as game playing friends because mm-hmm. I do collect everything. Like I make sure I got all of the purple coins in all the worlds, so I could buy all of the things. <gasps> we have to talk about the sticker mechanic. Oh, oh yeah, my goodness! Best. I couldn't stop best. thinking about you. <laughs> as soon <laughs> like, as I saw it, it, it was like it's as if Nintendo looked into my brain. And picked out the most perfect thing for me. I love stickers on everything. And being able to cover the Odyssey in these huge stickers is just wonderful. And they're beautiful. They're like so the tra- great. And they're, it's like getting a travel sticker and putting it on your suitcase is essentially the mechanic in this game if you haven't played and you don't know. People have like recreated those. I think oh, that, I think so that cool. Redbubble, I think people have like put them up for sale on Redbubble. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, that that is just it. I can't believe that this little simple game just makes you want to buy stuff. Like 
you know, fake stuff with mm-hmm. fake money, but still, it just it's so delightful. I'm like, I need all the stickers from every world. I like the uh, <laughs> I like the costumes a lot too. Some of the costumes are so freaking good. The the wedding costume is the oh best. My goodness. It is the best. <laughs> I just love loving like running around with Mario in a white top hat and a suit. It's just the, it's so good. And some of them are so great, like the Waluigi costume. Like, why did they even do that? And yeah, they're, they're so good. I, I absolutely I love, love the them. little inner tube with the snorkel. The best part about yes. the costumes is that when you fall into one of the uh, challenges, or what would you call them? Zone? Not zone. Do you mean like when it goes into 2D? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when it goes to like old school, like, old, yeah. Mm-hmm. When you turn 2D, which is a delightful amazing mechanic that just makes my heart giggle every time Mm -hmm. it's so good but whatever you're wearing gets flattened also and it's uh, delightful like you could be wearing the most ridiculous outfit and it's in there in digital form in like 8-bit it's so good the first time it happened to me i was wearing a sombrero and seeing yes! 2D Mario with a sombrero on. <laughs> I know. I, this is the best game ever. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. In the desert world, that is perfect. That's exactly what happened to me. I'm like, that is amazing. Like, there's so many, even the the programming trickiness that goes behind that, of having that many outfits, like yep. hat and clothes, the different combinations, and then it converting to that. Oh, it's just so good. It's so good. What do you think of, like, so the main mechanic in the game is when you throw Cappy at something and become that thing, right? There's Mm -hmm. loads of different play styles. What do you think of that? I love that because I find that you get to, I love all of the creatures that you could become because it's really fun to have a different um, playing style and Mm -hmm. mode of walking around, a way of gathering things, a way of like some animal creatures will scale cliffs. Others will shoot up into the air with water. You know, the little caterpillars, they make that funny accordion sound like that's so delightful. And it makes the game variety really, really fun to be jumping in and out of all of these creatures. I think it's, it's just really, it's clever and and it's beautiful. Like, it's just so well done. Yeah, because it was, like, it's a big risk, right? It's, like, everybody knows how Mario works, but we're mm-hmm. going to make huge changes. Like, one thing that I constantly do in this game is I press on Y to run faster, but it doesn't work in this game, Like, mm-hmm. which is yes. different to, like, every other Mario. So, like, constantly the hat is flying out in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. I do that. But it works when you're in 2D Mario. Like when you're in 8-bit Mario, you still can can run. I love the fact that the team behind this, the Mario team behind this, were not so stuck in the ideals of how a Mario game should be. Yeah, they didn't remain shackled to the the standards. They they weren't going to allow themselves to be boxed in. And I think is what has led to this being honestly i think my favorite mario game of all time and and i've played all of them but there's so much going on in this game that there's so many little games within the big game that it's yes it makes it just wonderful like you get everything like no matter what and they they did this purposefully right that you can feel it that what they decided to do 
They they decided to appease every single person that's ever played a Mario game. Or really many, any game. Like, there's so many different styles of... It's almost like they took the idea of people jumping around and playing little iOS games all the time yep. and put it into, like, this big blockbuster game and they gave something to everybody. You know, there's, like, races and there's challenges and there's, you know, 8-bit Mario things and there's collecting games and there are accuracy games mm-hmm. and you know finding things there's just every single thing because i i really love like when you're in a world and you jump into a tube and it takes you to like just a classic platform puzzle mm-hmm. yep. which is so mar like it's so mario so many of the games that i played like a lot of, like i think my favorite before this is super mario brothers 3 um which i think is the best of all the 2ds and then Super Mario 3D Land, which I think was on the Wii U, was just wonderful. Like, absolute, just absolutely wonderful. But And it was full of these, like, platform puzzles type things. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I, and I love the inclusion of those in this game, um, as well as just the general jumping around. There is one... There's one thing that I'm not so good at, and I think it's a fantastic addition to the game. I just can't do it, which is all the chain jumping. Mm. So you know, like the, the idea of like throwing the hat out and jumping on the hat and then going over there and then throwing this and then jumping over there. I can't... I seem to lack the ability to be able to press the right buttons at the right time. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. Like, I can do it, like, every now and then and then forget how I did it. Yeah. Because it's quite complex. Yeah, I get a little stuck in those too. But that's the great thing about all of these little mini games within the game. And yes, they all reward you with moons that in a sense perpetuate the gameplay, but you don't need to do them all. No, You, you know, if there's a type that you don't like or that it, you're just not good at or that's a little bit extra tricky, you can skip it. It doesn't make you stop the game because you get stuck in one tiny stupid thing that just, you know, infuriates you. You can just let it go and leave it aside and move on and do something that does make you happy. That's I, it's just so well thought out and, and just really pleasant. And when it is, it's the ultimate, I feel like right now, it just makes me feel so satisfied and that I am just sitting down to play a game that I'm going to enjoy, that this is what it's going to be, because it it doesn't frustrate you. You know, yes, there's tricky parts and you can challenge yourself, but it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop you dead in your tracks. It doesn't stop the gameplay. And I think that's what is such a welcome refreshment from the linear play style of Mario, right? Of just mm-hmm. like going through each level, completing the level, next level, complete the level, next level. That when, you know, I mean, I know there's obviously a, a quest line, right? There is like, mm-hmm. there is a line that you go through, but all of the other stuff, like the collecting stuff, you don't have to start a level and then get to the end of the level and pick up all the things along the way. If you get stuck with a specific thing, just go do something else. And it it, it works so well. And, you know, there are so many comparisons made between this and Zelda because Nintendo mm-hmm. somebody wrote open world on a whiteboard at Nintendo <laughs> and then everybody just went with it for some reason and now we've got you know we've got these two just games of all time games that came out within the few, like first 6 months of the Switch's life mm-hmm. and it's such a it's just been such a joy to play a Mario game like this. I mean, it is not as open-worldy as Zelda. And one day, 
on I would like to see what that would look like. Like what would a true open world Mario game be like? You know, like in the way that mm-hmm. Zelda is, where you're just like just roaming around, doing whatever you want. Um, but this is the perfect step to a future potentially like that, where they decided to give me everything that I want, everything that I've ever known, and then a bunch more. What I find that this game does better than Zelda, which the one thing about Zelda that we're not talking about Zelda right now, but we're going to talk about it a little bit, is that frustrates me is that you beat Final Ganon and then you can't play the game anymore. Like you can't, you have to go back to a time before. Right. You know, because they didn't, they completed. didn't create a peaceful Hyrule. Right. So like, right. They, there's nothing they can give you. Right. Oh, yeah. That, that is a good point. I didn't think of it that way. But it still frustrates me. <laughs> oh, I've, I don't get me wrong. I want to play in peaceful Hyrule. That's what I want. Yeah. I, I just want to get oh, on my yeah. horse and just ride around without there being no ancient beasts to tackle anymore. Right. But you can still complete other things that are, you know, challenges and things. But that's what this game does. That's what Odyssey does is it gives you a world after the final boss. And not just a tiny little I'm walking around the Mushroom Kingdom having a fun time world, which it does. It gives you more gameplay. It gives you more bosses to even beat. Have you been to the dark side of the moon yet? Yeah. With all the little bunnies? Oh, they're so cute. Did you complete that? No, but oh. Adam did. <laughs> My five-year-old. <laughs> he did. He went up and he, he did them all. It's amazing. So he, I did see it finished. I didn't do it. It's very hard. It's very hard. It took me about two to three days of playing it for about five hours a day to do it. Like I was, because I was doing it so I could complete it so I could talk about it. Right. And so I had to finish and it was just driving me mad. Like I was getting really frustrated with the game. Does it send you all the way back to the beginning when you you lose any of them straight back to the beginning? That's why the assist mode is nice because it yeah. gives you a chance because you don't it doesn't give you any hearts through all of those challenges, right? You get almost nothing. If I would have known what assist mode could do, I would have turned assist mode on just to get through <laughs> it because it's yeah, very hard. Yeah. But it is when you do it, it is very satisfying because it's like what what you get to at that point when you are being constantly defeated. It's like you do in any Mario game ever with the bosses. You learn the patterns and you just have to mm-hmm. like independently learn each of them but you only ever get to like the third one every now and then so you have to die on the third one a bunch of times to learn that Mm. pattern but that means you're probably going to die on the second so like i if i tried it a hundred times uh i would not have been surprised like it, it took me a lot of time and a lot of frustration to get it done but i think that part of the game is meant to be like that like they have designed it to be a real hard challenge and Mm -hmm. i haven't gotten to the 500 moon stage yet but my understanding of it is that is even harder like it is almost laughably hard what they present you with like the final level but that makes that so much fun it adds it adds another level to it without you having to restart and replay the game i'm i always get a little bit frustrated with games that give you an extra hard mode like so you beat it on hard right and then they give you an extra mode after that it's like i don't really want to go back and play a huge epic game again to see if i could do it you know like i'm i am playing for the joy of playing in the first place i don't want to go do it again so i mean that's the reason i play on hard in the first place the bonus moons are so great because you have all this other stuff yeah because they're it's you're still playing but it's 
increasing the challenge. So it's keeping it fun and light and you don't have to do it. You know, you don't you can just walk away from it and still get to enjoy everything else about the game. You have already had by the point that you beat Bowser the best Mario experience you ever could have had. And we got to mm-hmm. talk about Bowser, right? That Oh, yes. That moment when you realize what you're about to do, right? Like when you realize that you are about to play as Bowser, I was <gasps> giddy with excitement. Oh my god, that was the greatest reveal. Oh. And then you're there and you're Oh, and then you turn 8-bit. Oh, the 8-bit, yes. And that that is a fantastic... I wish I could replay that. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think you can. I, I, I haven't tried, but I don't think you can. Like, But I would love to replay that moment again because that whole level is so good. You're smashing through stuff and like oh, it, it's, it's fantastic. That's, I think, really that good. was um, whilst playing the game through the campaign, the Bowser's Kingdom was my favorite kingdom. Like, it was yes, my, the favorite too. time that I had because I love those little birds where you stick the noses in the wall yes! and you fly them up the oh wall. Oh, my God. So, so yes, satisfying. We kept, we kept calling them Pokemadoki. Like, so <laughs> they're so good. So, when you would, like, make a real long jump and just like, stick in the sight, so satisfying. And, like, the oh, way that yeah. you kill the like the other enemies, just, yes, like, just and you can slowly poke the poking them out oh. of the way. That I'm a sucker for excellent. a little fat bird anyway. So, yeah. I mean, it's just the best. And then you can poke everything with it. And it leaves behind all the poke marks. So, if you're terrible at one point you have all the holes all over everything oh it's so good it's so good and then all the little secret holes that you can like poke into to get did you wait did i just tell you something that you didn't know because you got really quiet i don't know if i remember that (laughs) probably oh we'll have fun finding those okay (laughs) this is more bonus moves that i didn't even know existed yeah it's like a whole it's like a whole other game out there and i've just never come across it oh wow you really should sit uh in uh play with adam because he's the one that finds all this stuff and then i'm like interesting (laughs) and i go play on my game (laughs) yeah that's oh man yeah bowser's kingdom is definitely besides his like you know kind of uncomfortable obsession with samurais i mean it is a japanese uh game but yeah it's funny though it's like why now why now are you a samurai like you've been in an incredible you're on a ship for the entire time like i was expecting something nautical but no they're like nah he lives in like a secret garden type situation right like he's just (laughs) you know like okay fair enough samurai (laughs) temple it's fine it's fine it's what he chooses to surround himself with that's what he likes but yeah the the music in that is just wonderful and the style of like the flags the way they dance oh it's yes it's my absolute favorite world i guess there's something funny about like so in like western culture people that like correct collect samurai swords you're kind of like really guy and that's what yeah that's for, how for i us, was picturing for us we get that look of bowser like really bowser really is that what really? you're gonna do <laughs> yeah it's like, mm, mm. <laughs> you're that guy, huh? Now I get it. Now I get it, Bowser. <laughs> Have you, um, you know, in the, in the the this this is a good thing, but also something that was just hilarious to me how it unfolds when you go to the Mushroom Kingdom, you go speak to Toadette, and she gives you awards. Mm-hmm. But she gives you every single one of them one at a time. 
Yes. <laughs> yes, she does. She really I, likes the theatricality she's of it. She's very excited. She does. I think I was there for like five minutes the first time, just but it was great because I just was watching my moon, my moon count, although there's stars there, which is fantastic, right? There's stars in that kingdom. Mm-hmm. But I was just watching them like rack up, and I was like, this is going to be amazing. I, I thought I was going to get like one, because I hadn't even really bothered, because I remember that she gave me an, an achievement at one point, and then when I was mm-hmm. playing it like a couple of days ago, I was like, oh, everyone was talking to me about Toadette, so I went and saw Toadette, and like five minutes later, I walk out with like fifty moons. It's brilliant. <laughs> you know, there's a list of achievements too. I'm sure there is. Yeah, that yeah. one I assumed <laughs> existed. Uh, I didn't know that there was a moon list that existed. I mean, I guess it makes sense because how else are you going to know if you've 100 percent at the game? Yeah, it'll just give you a number unless you talk to the bird, and then it will give you like a um, kind of grayed out where it is, but. Um, you definitely know how many there are and if you know if you found them and then they they tell you the name because each moon has kind of its own little cute quirky little title oh yeah look at that i've got my switch here in case i needed it look at that why oh my gosh there's so many wow there's so many and i have so few of them okay so marco is telling me that a criticism of this game was that it's too short and i don't know where that comes from because it is I've been playing it for a very long time now and getting so much joy out of it and not feeling like it's short. There's so much to do and there's so many moons. No, I mean, I, that's interesting to me. I mean, I guess I kind of understand if people were like hoping that the campaign would be longer. Because, I mean, I completed it as a, like, I don't know. I don't know how many hours it took me to complete it, but it wasn't an incredible amount. Yeah, if you're not a collector, you could you could plow through the campaign pretty quickly. But this game is more than cuz I'm not a collector, but this is this is more than that because it's completely unique parts of the game that you can't play mm-hmm. until you finish it. I understand why people might say that cuz like for some people and I totally get it, right? Like the the campaign is what you want and the campaign is incredible. But this is so much more because there's like this whole second game afterwards, which mm-hmm. is way more cl- like classic Mario because, I mean, Mario tends to not really have much of a story to it. This one had some interesting story beats. I could feel that they were getting a little bit more modern because they like actually bothered to try and explain some of the relationships between all of the characters, which just like never happens in Mario, they're just like, whatever, like, you've just got to go get the princess. Like, don't even ask questions. There's been a mm-hmm. situation, you have to go pick her up. <laughs> yep. Oh, can we talk about the princess for a second? Yeah. Princess Peach. I love that she goes traveling and takes back her life. And she's like, see ya, Toad Kingdom. I'm going to go check out all, I'm going to go check out all these places on my own terms. And she like goes around and travels. I love her outfits. Like, she's got a different outfit in every kingdom. And her little suitcase with all the stickers on it. And she travels with her friend Tiara. So cute. The reason I know there's the stickers is because on the Nintendo Switch subreddit, um, there was a lady who had, uh, she did some Princess Peach cosplay. And Mm -hmm. she got a suitcase and covered the the stickers. And everyone in the subreddit is going crazy. Like, where did you get the stickers from? And then she said that they're available on, on... Redbubble. I'll I'll make sure there's a link in our show notes because I found them. So if people, they're like oh, they're like three so pounds each, but I'm probably gonna buy the entire set. And I don't know where I'll stick them. Maybe I should. Put, oh, I might put them on my suitcase. Yes, you should totally. You just figured it out. <laughs> just definitely put them on your suitcase. I mean, come on, man. Like I could be Princess Peach. <laughs> yes, yes, you could. That's wonderful. 
<laughs> just oh, like this game, it. though, right? Like, what? Just a joy. What? Just and that like, little dog, the dog, the hat oh, dog. Yeah, the little I only. I wish we could pet the dog. I mean, I know you can play fetch with him with your hat, which is adorable. But I just wish you could pet him because <laughs> he's so cute. The dinosaur. Yes. Oh my gosh. There's so much in this game. I love that they go so big so quick. Right. It's like I think it's in the first kingdom the dinosaur right like the first mm-hmm. kingdom that you're actually kind of out on your own in and one of the first things that you capture is a t-rex it's like they really just went for and it a fairly realistic looking t-rex too like there's yeah. a lot going on it's very detailed there are some parts of this game where it's like what was happening that they made this part look so realistic and i lo- that is one of them but it's so funny it works better that way then like but then they put the hat on it and the little mustache like the totally like (laughs) stylized mustache like a drawing yeah that's very good put it on the t-rex you know one of the reasons they probably went realistic is because if they went cartoony it would just be a huge yoshi yeah right that maybe that's why (laughs) which would have been amazing in some way (laughs) (sighs) it's just so weird and i love that everything that you turn into gets a mustache yep it's so good (sighs) Yeah, all the worlds, all the creatures, they're just so delightful and well thought out. Even the the Goombas, like making the Goomba stack. Oh, I love stacking some Goombas. Like, it's so good. And then you have to go find the little one with the hat and she like pops out her little moon when when she falls in love. I like that she only likes tall guys. She doesn't like short guys. (laughs) She's only into tall guys. Yeah, she she likes the tall ones. (laughs) It's like the three kids in a trench coat situation yes it's basically what you're having to do (laughs) (laughs) oh and the lunch world oh my gosh there's just so much to every single time that i got into the ship it just made wherever you ended up it kind of made you smile in a new way and you're like i can't believe that there's something else new and weird and funny oh in addition to the extra gameplay you can go back and beat all of the bosses again and get more moons when you jump into all the pictures in the castle at the very end. Hmm. I didn't know about that either. I'm going to go ask <laughs> I don't even know where the pictures are. You have so much are. to do. Where are they? What? Where you can jump in the pictures just like um. Oh, just I've jumped like in, in some of them. But like they're like dotted around in different places. Yeah. In some of like the towers, there's a big picture of like a boss the, from all the previous worlds. Oh, I've done some of that. Yeah. And they're a little bit different. You do it again and then you get more moons. But... The dragon. Mm-hmm. What is the deal with the dragon? Yeah. That was another like really detailed what drawing hell? like that was that was the one that i just redid like yesterday why did i don't even understand like why <laughs> why the dragon's even there it's like why, why did all of a sudden it's like oh i'm gonna get you here's a dragon and it like thousands <laughs> of dragon but, oh and then the people world the whole cityville oh new, uh, dunk city. Dunks, new dunk city which <laughs> is such a good name that's i think that's my favorite actually that's i think that is my favorite world oh, you just said that bowser's castle was your favorite yeah it's gonna be my... new donk city or bowser's well, castle? bowser's castle was my favorite when i was playing through the campaign because like everything mm-hmm. that happens like as you traversing through that environment then getting to bowser and doing all of that like it was my favorite portion of the gameplay was mm-hmm. was was bowser's castle but my favorite world to keep revisiting and spending time in is new donk city like I I have so much fun going up the buildings and it's finding so big. This, finding the scooter on top of the tallest building and driving it off like just wonderful. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so big and it's so complicated and you can jump on all the ledges and be everywhere. It's 
And then there's just like rando people. <laughs> it's just so strange that there's like these people. Oh, it's just great. It's just great. This game makes me so happy. Really I feel does. like okay. we have kind of set ourselves up for a bit of a task here in our first episode choosing <laughs> maybe as good of a video game as we could possibly find well we did just we just had a big gush fest over it so it's fine but i'm i'm just thrilled that i finally get to talk about it with somebody constructively because i'm telling you that there there really aren't a lot of other grown-ups around here that play games no, that aren't I, on the internet this, that's you've got to go to the internet for this stuff it's the only place Maybe as a little teaser here, I can tell you I have a I have a bit of a surprise secret for you. Okay. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. So the game that you told me to play, Celeste, mm-hmm. and um I was texting you because I was so angry yep. at it and it was making me so mad. Mm-hmm. I really love this game. Okay. Say nothing. I really more. love it. Ne- that we're I gonna talk it. about Celeste next time because I can't wait to start playing that game again because I stopped playing to play Mario. I can't stop playing. All right, great. Oh, I love Next it. Next time we're going to talk about Celeste.